Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Pure age relives fond memories of the past. If it's your first time joining us, welcome. On this episode, we'll take a journey into the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. Today, I'm starting off by thanking my patrons from Patreon.com. You can join and receive mail from my desk or from my Disneyland trips. Special thanks to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the e-ticket patrons to Nia, Eric Daniels, Joe Gamble, Scott Booker, Monica Seats Vega, Russ Romano, Michael and Christina Cross, Scott Cagle, and Sheila Harry. See ticket patrons serious inquiries only, Debbie Weinstein, Jennifer Schneep, Grace Coat, Ben and Noel Bruning, Patty Woolen, Angela Reynolds, and Aaron Moran. B-Ticket patrons, the Disney Rewind Podcast, Jeff and Paige Orton, and Joshua, and Exorable Tosh Bell. And the A-Ticket patrons, Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Alexis Robles, Maggie and Henry Byers, Angel Nablah, and, and the All Aboard Podcast. You can also sign up for my new newsletter for a chance to get some postcards delivered by the USPS to your mailbox. I am your host, your post host, Clocky. And today, we have two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard has Goofy, standing in front of Sleeping Beauty Castle, leaning against a lamppost. On the top of the postcard, it reads, Goofy, and on the bottom, about Disneyland. On the back, it reads, Goofy in Disneyland. Where to start his tour of Disneyland's many adventures is a problem confronting Goofy as he pauses in front of Sleeping Beauty Castle. It's postmarked August 2nd, 1969, with an Anaheim cancel and a five-cent blue George Washington postage stamp, Scott number 1283. I assume they visit the park on Friday, August 1st, 1969, when park hours were from 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. The weather was a high of 88 and a low of 66. It's addressed to a transcription unit, Highland General Hospital of Oakland, California. It reads, 8269. Hi, everybody. Was the airplane ride exciting? But the weather here is something else. It is hot, smoggy, and humid. Our accommodations are beautiful. Disneyland is fantastic. We're having a great time. Don't want to leave. See you soon. Love, Tom and Mary. As I discussed last week, Tomorrowland had some major changes starting in 1967 through 1968. Many attractions like the Bathroom of the Future and the 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea exhibit were removed. These particular attractions made way for the Character Shop in Tomorrowland. Completed in summer of 1967, the Character Shop was the second largest shop in Disneyland, the largest being the Emporium on Main Street. The shop's entrance was just past the Adventures Through Interspace entrance and the large Mary Blair mural. There were some window displays, and above the entrance, a large futuristic sign reading the Character Shop with geometric designs similar to the designs on the two large walls on either side of the entrance of Tomorrowland, which are still at the park today, although they have gone through a few color changes over the years. The interior was built to look modern, with some abstract shapes and cutouts hanging from the ceiling, and brightly lit shelves with merchandise. The shop sold standard merchandise, clothes, hats, sunglasses, toys, postcards, and even had a stamp vending machine for United States postage. The Disneyland Guidebook Maps lists the character shop with the description, a wide selection of Disneyland souvenirs and other Disney merchandise, film also available. One of the neat features of the store was that the people mover would pass by, allowing guests to window shop from above. The store was remodeled over the years and was given a new name, Star Trader, in September of 1986, just before Star Tours opened in early 1987. 
Do you know what's great to put on a special greeting card? Vintage stamps from Enfield Post. Be sure to check out the special Sunday sales at EP Sunday Sale on Instagram. It's a great way to add a little bit of flair to a birthday card, holiday card, or a postcard. That's EP Sunday Sale on Instagram or you can head over to EnfieldPost.com and explore all the different vintage stamps you can use on your next card or letter. That's E-N-F-I-E-L-D-P-O-S-T on Instagram and EnfieldPost.com for your wedding and vintage postage needs. Enfield Post is the official postage stamp sponsor of the Sent from Disneyland podcast. The front of our next postcard has a Chicken of the Sea pirate ship. You can see Skull Rock and the waterfalls on the right-hand side of the postcard and a cast member standing on the deck of the Chicken of the Sea Pirate Ship. On the back it reads, Pirate Ship. Guests in Fantasyland enjoy visiting aboard the Pirate Ship as it lays anchor in the cove at Skull Rock, a picturesque setting from the story of Peter Pan. It's postmarked March 27, 1973, with a cove and a cancel, and a six-cent American flag over the White House postage stamp, Scott number 1338. I assume they visit the park on Sunday, March 25, 1973, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m., the weather was a high of 68 and a low of 48. It's addressed to a Mrs. Lois Holquist and the East Volunteer Office of the Metropolitan Medical Center of Minneapolis, Minnesota. It reads, Monday, 3-26-73. Dear Lois and all the volunteers, talk about being busy. Have been to Universal Studios, Disneyland, Queen Mary, and Knott's Berry Farm. No rain so far, and is taking me to the bus in AM. Work hard. Laura Ingrid. As fantastical as the Chicken of the Sea Pirate Ship was, the only other dining option in Fantasyland were two locations called Character Food Stands. Opening with the park in 1955, the Character Food Stands were additional quick-service counters for guests to grab a quick lunch or dinner. Looking at my 1965 Disneyland map, it describes the Character Food Stands to serve sandwiches, hamburgers, hot dogs, juices, hot and cold beverages. One of the character food stands was located near the end of Fantasyland, near where the Red Rose Tavern is today. The other character food stand was located across the way where the Mad Hatter Shop resides, but at the time would have been sandwiched between the Alice in Wonderland attraction and Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Looking at the map of Fantasyland, they're given the same number to show their locations. Looking at older maps and guidebooks, the two eateries were just called refreshment stands or food centers. Going through some old photos of Fantasyland, the character foods on the east side of Fantasyland, near Mr. Toad and Alice, was a round circus tent which allowed guests to walk up from multiple windows to order food. Surrounding the tent were brightly colored oval-shaped benches and round picnic tables with umbrellas for shade. Once the Alice in Wonderland attraction was opened in 1958, the character food stand remained in its location, but the end of the attraction enveloped a section of the circus tent, and some of the tables and benches were moved. Character Foods on the west side of Fantasyland had a similar setup, with a round circus tent surrounded by picnic tables. This was when there was no path connecting Fantasyland with Frontierland. Looking at photos through the years, eventually some shade was added, with some shade sails connecting from the nearby Fantasyland Theater building to the Character Foods tent. Each Character Foods location closed before 1983. First, the west location closing in early 1979, and then, in 1982, the East location was removed during the remodel for New Fantasyland. Both stands were replaced by the addition of the Village House, next to the new Pinocchio attraction. As far as I know, there is no reference to the original eateries in the park today. 
This incoming postcard is sponsored by the Art Throwdown. Art Throwdown, or ATD, is an online craft hour on Instagram, starting at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 Pacific. Be sure to check out Monday's ATD, which is usually hosted by a paper artist, Russ Romano. I see many amazing art projects, learned about awesome postmarks, postage stamp history, and a lot more on different episodes. It's great to stop in for an hour to watch someone craft or design something unique. Each host brings something a little different to each show. I'll list some of the regular hosts, or you can follow Russ Romano 2021 on Instagram. The front of my incoming postcard has confetti raining down on Chip, Dale, Monterey Jack, Gadget, Zipper, Launchpad McQuack, Scrooge McDuck, and Huey, Dewey, and Louie, with the phrase, Join the celebration at the bottom of the postcard. On the back it reads, Watch DuckTales and Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers for Disney fun and adventure each weekday afternoon. Check local listings for times and channel. It's not postmarked, but was sent with a Red Barn Forever postcard postage stamp. Scott number 5547. It reads, Clocky, yesterday we went to Epcot and Disney Hollywood Studios, where we tried Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. Today we are going over to Animal Kingdom, and later we'll be there for a pre-wedding party with private safari ride. Should be fun. Take care, Scott. Thank you so much for the postcard, Scott. When choosing postcards for this week, I didn't expect this episode to be my pre-Disney Nurses Day episode. Both Disneyland cards were sent to different hospitals, and this postcard was sent by the founder of Disney Nurses Day, Scott, a.k.a. Disneylanders, on Instagram. I'm excited to have done another postcard for this event. According to the website, they should arrive next Friday, and plenty of time before the event. I was thinking about sending some postcards to random hospitals around the country, and specifically to nurses' stations at the facilities. The two hospitals that received the original 1969 and 1973 postcards from this episode are still there. Maybe they'll receive one. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would be awesome to share your favorite episode. There are over 100 episodes to choose from. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at sentfromdisneyland or on Twitter at sentfromdisney. For questions and comments, send me a postcard addressed to... Sent from Disneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its host and guest of the Sent from Disneyland podcast.